Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Get a Job podcast. My name is Logan Hughes, and today we have an amazing guest, the one and only Kevin Willett. Now, Kevin might be the most well-connected person that I know of. Um, if you if you need to know someone within a networking space, this is the guy. So feel free to reach out to him. All of his contact information will be in the notes. Uh, Kevin has years of experience in corporate business development, as well as his time as a successful entrepreneur and business owner means that growing a business and planning for achievement is always on his mind. Along the way, Kevin has recognized a need for more concentrated business-to-business exchanges amongst established professionals. It seemed that business owners and executives executives rarely had a time to connect with their peers, professionals who do business with other businesses who need to build relationships within the commercial marketplace, and who share circumstances unique to B2B professionals fell through the cracks of the professional world of networking. So Kevin developed New England B2B networking to address this need. Kevin Willett is the author of One Connection, How You Can Grow Your Business and Change the World One Connection at a Time, and you can get this book right on Amazon. So without further ado, I want to welcome my guest, Kevin Willett. You, you are now listening to the Get a, Get a, Get a Job Podcast. Your host, Logan Hughes. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Get a Job podcast. My name is Logan Hughes, and I'm here with the amazing Kevin Willett. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm living the dream, brother. Nice, nice. So th- there's a, a big reason why I wanted you on here, Kevin. Um, and I told you this before we just got started here a second ago, literally, <laughs> is when it comes down to knowing who to know in Seacoast, New Hampshire, Mass, maybe even Maine, <laughs> like you are the guy to know uh, from the networking abilities, uh, past with entrepreneurship, uh, you know, businesses in general. So I wanted to get you on here to kind of share your light and insight into everything that you've experienced from the past and, you know, hopefully provide some of the younger generation people who are looking to begin the entrepreneurship journey or even start their business and maybe some key tactics and so forth. So sure. um, before we even get into all that great stuff, I, I want to talk a little bit more about your journey in, in the past and, and how inevitably you got to this point uh, in okay. your life right now. So yeah, we can do that. So basically my background, as you probably know, is chief financial officer of a bank. And this is going back about 15 years ago. And we were in during the recession. So what was happening is people were in my office like, Kev, I'm scared. And one day I'm sitting there drinking Mountain Dew because I really like Mountain Dew, looking at my fancy community service plaques going, I'm supposed to do something to help these people. I don't know how and why, but I guess I'm supposed to. I started a networking group. And I just fell in love with it. Just you know, meeting people, hey, Logan, you should talk to this person, that matchmaking. And I did it for a couple of years. It started to turn into a business, and then I got to the crossroad. What do I do? You know, do I quit being CFO of a bank to start a networking group? And that was a really cool story because my friends who value money, 
Well, like, dude, are you stupid? You don't quit being CFO of a bank to start a networking group. That's not even logical. <laughs> you know, and my friends who saw my passion were having fun teasing me about it, going, we were wondering when you would have the courage to do it. So off I went and started building the networking group. And, it, you know, it was, it was fun. We were hosting a lot of events. And then in 2018, before COVID, I came up with the idea to do online video networking events. Because my problem is time and geography. You know, mm -hmm. I would meet you if you weren't close enough to one of our in-person events. There was no reason for us to talk. You know, it's like, you know, I would joke, Logan, you're cool, but you're geographically undesirable. We're going to be near you and stuff. So, you know, we started, I started trying to do that and people laughed in my face. They're like, Kev, that's not how you network. You know, we get together, you know, we drink Mountain Dew together, you know, and punch each other in the arm or whatever. They just, they, they were so used to that shaking hand thing. And I'm like, but I can eliminate time and geography. So I did a couple and then, as you know, COVID came. But how we ended up in B2B is people would come out to Friends of Kevin, my B2C model, and I look at you going, you know, I would joke like, hey, Logan, give me a hug before you go. Like, Kev, that's like weird, man. I'm like, because I'm never going to see you again. You're totally B2B coming to these free B2C events. If you want to hang out with people, that's cool, Logan, but... You know, client-wise, it's not a match. So right. my joke is I get tired of hugging people. And we built B2B to cater to people like you. And that really took off. We were doing 20 in-person events a month. And then, like I said, we switched to the online version. And like I said, that's been going well. And it's just because now we can mix people across the country. You know, as long as you can work with clients in New England, nobody cares where you are anymore. So we're mm -hmm. finding more and more clients outside of New England, and that's been going well. But you mentioned before the show the teaching story, how I became a professor. That was also through networking. So I had an event for Friends of Kevin that focused just on nonprofits that night. We had 40 nonprofits there. The lady who runs the entrepreneur program at the university came out. It was the second or third time we met. She's like, hey, have you ever thought of teaching? And I just looked at her like, why, don't you have qualified people for that? Like, you know, I've never taught a day in my life. Why would you let me near college students? Like, this could end badly. You know, and stuff. She's like, you have a good business background and you're funny. You know, students will like you. You're, you're very yep. relatable too. And I just looked at him like, woman, why would you do this to me? Why would you put this thought in my head? Because part of me is throwing up because I'm scared. And the other part of me is like, hmm, now I'm intrigued and stuff. And yeah. I remember the first class, Logan, I was sitting outside the room in the chair and I was shaking. I was yeah, rocking in the chair, <laughs> shaking. And as you know, I talk super fast. If you haven't realized that yet, everyone watching yeah. Chuckle Chuckle. <laughs> so now you add in like, you know, this is like a four o'clock in the afternoon class. So I've had like eight Mountain Dews by then, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm yep. scared, you know, so <laughs> those two together, you know, yeah. and I can see students just like looking at me, going, "My God, this guy talks really." And I kind of catching myself, like, "Okay, so let me try to slow down a little bit," you know, because one class the students were making fun of me. These three kids are just laughing, laughing at me, and finally, like, "What is so funny?" Like, Kev, you haven't breathed in like six minutes. <laughs> you know, like we're wondering how much longer you can go before. You know, thump, there's Kevin right. on the floor and stuff. You know, and I'm like, all right, all right, I'll slow down now and stuff. But it just, for me, Logan, I just constantly look at opportunities. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, I was scared, but I'm like, worst case, it's 15 weeks of torture. 
If I don't like it, you know, at the end of 15 weeks, hey, thank you for giving me this amazing opportunity, but I'm going to go back to running my business now. And from there, now I teach at three different schools because once again, in the first school, opportunities present themselves. You know, you have a friend that's teaching someplace, hey, have you thought about teaching here? Absolutely. Sure, why not and stuff. But I think that's the key is just being open to opportunities. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, a foreshadowing. Um, I had a conversation with, with a person yesterday. Hey, man, I really like what you're doing in New England. How do you feel about doing it in Atlanta? Really? I'm wow. Like, yeah. You know, and he's like, and, and if Atlanta works, how do you feel about Florida? He's <laughs> I have tons of contacts in both of those states. We've been trying to get something off the ground, and he goes, I like your approach. So mm-hmm. why not let you do your approach? I have the people, you have the approach. Together, could be magic. Yeah. So, yeah. so we'll talk about that today, and ask me in six months if it was magic or not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's amazing, man. Congrats on that. Uh, you yeah. touch on a bunch of different things there, and yep. it's funny because it's, the story is very relatable um, cause same thing happened with me. I was working with a, a job seven years as a, was a logistics management for a medical device company. And it came down to the point where it was literally the same thing. Like I want to be helping people more and that sort of spiraled and found mm-hmm. my way into the social media management and marketing in general, building websites, being, you know, I can help people out, build the website, use my creative ability and just you know, this, everything that I would want in life. And so it, it's, it's a very relatable story and, and just the, the serving aspect, right? Like how can I be of service um, to others? I, I do want to poke a little bit into um, the teaching component a bit more. Um, so, you know, I know like you have to build curriculums and stuff like this, yeah. but, right. But in terms of if there were like foundational pieces that you were, teaching in these entrepreneur classes, what would that be? Because I think that's really would be important to highlight for for others to to hear about. Go out and talk to your actual customers is number one, because we all think we have this great idea. So it's kind of funny, Logan. I've been good for a while now, but like um, I go to bed at 930 and usually I have amazing ideas at 8 p.m. They're all garbage. (laughs) They're all garbage. You know, and I I grab my phone. I text you, Logan, what do you think about this? And my friends will text me back, Kevin, it's almost time to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning the idea is just not yeah. good and stuff. But you have to go yeah. out and talk to potential customers. And not just your buddies, your family, your mom who loves you, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. People who will actually buy it. Because that's a mistake a lot of us make is, you know, we just think we have a good idea. And we just start doing it. And then you realize, eh, just like back in 2018 when I wanted to do online events, they were okay, but I wasn't killing it with it because the world wasn't ready for that yet. You know, I mm-hmm. joke I was a couple years ahead of the curve and stuff. Right, yeah. But you have to talk to potential customers. The other thing, you know, it's kind of funny. I'm not a big fan of partnerships. You know, mm-hmm. I've just had a lot of friends become partners and now they're not friends anymore. So, you know, give thoughts about who you're getting into business with. Just because you and Logan are tight, man, we hang out, we have fun together. Doesn't mean yep. you want Logan on your team because yep. in some cases, like you said, if we're just hanging out together, like, well, you know, why are you being, why are you trying to be my boss, man? Why are you trying to order me around? No, that doesn't work. And and I'm big on, you know, watch your money. You know, I have a lot of people who've gone in the business with each other and one partner walked off with the money. 
Yeah. You know, it happens, you know, so always, you know, well, I just have a bookkeeper. That's great, you know, and hopefully a trustworthy, but make sure you're checking because you just, you know, I've seen situations where, like, there's no money left and I can't find my bookkeeper, you know, so. Right. But the most important thing is go out and talk to potential customers. Don't assume that you're right and who's going to be your customer and how it's all going to work. If you're not talking to people actually buying the product, you know, because I joke about that because, you know, my joke is a mold. You know, so I'll hear ideas from students and I'll have to ask other students, you know, tell me about this. You know, does this make sense? Because there's times we had an example last semester. Somebody had came up with a product that was going to change the temperature in the room based on who walked in. So if you went in the oh, room, it would change the temperature to what Logan's setting is. But if <laughs> you know someone who lives with you walked in, it would change it to their setting. You know, and I was like, okay, but you have cameras in the house, cameras that are hackable. Mm -hmm. And I was, and, yeah. And the you know the couple of the younger people like, Kev, we have cameras all over our house. You know, mm -hmm. just that's you, you know, that's your view. And I'm like, okay, right. but that's okay to have my view as long as you understand that don't go yeah. off just my view. You know, mm -hmm. the, the younger people will like, you know, dude, we all have cameras all over our house and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, so just talking to real potential clients, because in this case, I may not be your client. So mm -hmm. make sure you're talking to the right people and, you know, and don't, and, and listen to what they're saying. Because you hear, Logan, you just don't know what I'm, what I'm talking about, man. You don't get it. Yeah. You know, and maybe, you know, but if everyone doesn't get it, it might be you, you know, be, yeah. but if, you yeah. know, a couple of people like eh, that doesn't make sense, you know, don't get discouraged, you know, make sure you're talking to real people. Yeah, no, that's really great. I mean, being market research is incredibly important, right? Like it's, you know, whenever you're fleshing out an idea and you get to that point where you kind of have everything sort of drawn up, uh, you know, really the next step is to, you know, really capture what market is going to be viable for that type of business right so yep. incredibly important to have that um and, and i think this is you mentioned again about just being open to other conversations <laughs> right which is probably one of the hardest things yeah. to do nowadays with social media and everything the climate that we have of just being open to what others are suggesting and and taking that sort of feedback is that ultimately is important. important and, I and, and again yeah I, yeah know, all those times i'm like logan don't throw another idea at me man you know i got enough ideas on the plate but you know if you're not open to it and you know there's times when it's i'm, I'm not really good with, with constructive criticism I take it mm -hmm. super personally. And there's mm -hmm. times when, you know, I was having a conversation with someone today about a new idea I'm working on. And, you know, she's like, okay, here's the three things that are wrong so far. You know, mm -hmm. and I had to step back and say, you know what, she's right. That's true. I don't want to hear this, but she's right, you know, and we should fix it day one instead of going, ah, just her opinion, because her opinion was super valuable. And mm -hmm. I just said is, you know, I was looking at, I always say, talk, look at the source. You know, would you take advice from this person? You know, and if that's the case, then you got to respect it. But, and again, if you're hearing it more than once, it might be right. Because we're going to be like, it's just Logan being Logan, whatever, you know, and I'll just dismiss him. But when you hear it from the third person, you're like, all right, this isn't Logan being Logan. This is you refusing to listen to legitimate criticism. Mm -hmm. That's hard. Yeah, it's it's such a, such a good point. Um, and again, it, it's so hard. And I love the, the fact that you mentioned about think about the source of who you're talking to, right? It's not, like I said, it's not like, you know, I, I think I have a group chat with a bunch of my buddies and we probably come up with 
30 crazy ideas yep. you know a day but when it comes down to actually putting the work and taking action you know and again they're they're my buddies probably not yep. <laughs> going to want to be in business with them like yep. that but you know so it, it is that sort of like you know that that uh that gray area of mm -hmm. determining whether or not a, a business is a, a good idea or not and then fleshing through the process and taking action and then getting uh, a viable feedback is that's right. and in terms of the process is that sort of like how you would work in establishing yeah. that yeah. it's interesting because i had this young guy used to come to our events and he would tell me an idea and then i look at him and he's like well i'm like well what he's like destroy it i know you're going to destroy it destroy it mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm like, okay, if you want my opinion, here it is. And I'd find five flaws in it. And he's like, you know, just so you know, I hate you. But I love you. <laughs> you know, because I'll, I come to you because I know you're going to be a total yes. jerk. Mm -hmm. You're not going to, there's no sugar. You, 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 mm -hmm. won't, you have no sugar. You're just going to, this is what's wrong with it. And again, it's my opinion. I can be a total idiot. But he's like, you know, he goes, twice I've come to you with, you know, ideas I've, I've talked to people about. They told me it's great. And then you just destroy it. And I'm like, crap, he's right. You know, and I'm like, can you stop talking to me, man? Because <laughs> I feel bad, you know. He's like, no, but, you know, I want you to be honest with me, you know, yeah. because if you're not, you know, what, you're going to wait a year for me to do this and go, <laughs> could have told you a year ago that it was a crap yeah. idea. He's like, exactly. that's not being a friend either. He goes, I don't really like you most days and stuff, but... Mm -hmm. I'm always coming to you when I have when I have a question because I know you're going to give me at least your your version of the of the opinion, and yeah. yours is usually different than others. That's why I seek it. Mm -hmm. So yeah, and it's and I don't know who this person is, obviously, but like yeah. good for them because it, it seems like those type of people who are looking for that type of feedback are more likely going to be the ones to be successful in one aspect or another mm -hmm. in their life, right? So it's yeah. just. Well, it's, it's funny. I mentioned here working on a new idea, and that's been my approach so far as I, I bring it to different people. Mm. Don't tell me why you like it. Tell me what's wrong with it. I love that. You know, yeah. and I never yeah. could have done that even two years ago. I would have been like, the heck with Logan. I just won't include him. You know, I would just right. throw you out, you know, but like, I ain't. You know, now I'm like, no, no, no. Because the thing that you have to remember, it's not about you. You know, mm. it's about your customers. Just because you want to do something, you know, we talk about delivery, you know, the, the running joke in, in the entrepreneur class, I'm going to build an app. And you just kind of roll your eyes, you know, like you and everyone else in the world, buddy, right. you know. Right. And, it's like podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's turned into podcasts lately. Everyone's yeah, exactly. doing podcasting. But, you know, you laugh like, well, how are you making money? It's a free download off advertisers. Look, do you know how many downloads you need before anyone wants to pay you a cent? You know, it's just, you know, and people actually using it. I'm like, hey, Logan, just pull out your phone. How many apps do you have on it that you, if I said, what does that do? You go, I have no idea. Because mm -hmm. I may be having a conversation with like, Kev, you should check out this app. I download it. I'll look at it later. And then like, what the hell? Oh, yeah, that's the one Logan told me about six months ago. Mm -hmm. Delete. Yeah. You know, so. It is kind of funny how that comes up all the time. We got to build an app, man. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, now to the point where when we're talking about that, please don't pitch an app to me, because, right? You yeah. know, it's it's not we're not going there with you, okay? So yeah, cool. no, that's uh, yeah, that's it's. I I've heard that so many times in the past two years and years and years ago. It's actually to be honest with you, about like three years ago, I was working. We actually met with a, a VC to pitch him an app yep. idea. 
Uh, so yeah, I, I've been there before and, yep. and whatnot. That's, Everyone's that's got an app in their in their mind, Logan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got this app, and you know, uh, you know, I had a student tell me they were, they wanted to build a time management app for students. Okay, mm. let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, well, how's it different? It's for students, Kev. So it's the mm-hmm. exact same app that everyone else has with the word for students on it. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you'll flesh it out a little bit. And, and you're pitching your next idea is you know, right. type yeah. of thing. But they were so mad. It's like it says for students. You know, like mm-hmm. okay, thanks, Logan. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. No, that that is uh that's funny. Yeah, time management is that's a whole another story yeah. that definitely can talk yeah. hours and hours on. Yes. Um in, in terms of you mentioned something previously too about being open and having an open mindset. Um, you know, if you follow any of like the law of attraction work and energies and sort of how that whole side of things works, you know, I find it beneficial for myself to be open to opportunities and be of service others. And that will eventually, I don't know if the universe or something will send stuff your way and you're just open to new ideas and new opportunities. And you're really a good example of that. Just being open to, you know, being able to be a professor and teaching that whole side. So let's speak a little bit about that. How did, did, would, did that sort of deal come naturally to you? We were always like open to opportunities or was it something that you no. learned from examples or? It's just, no, and there's days I'm still not where someone's telling me something and I'm just like, la, 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 you know, type of thing. I just don't want to hear it and stuff. But the professor thing just intrigued me enough that I had to try it and stuff. Mm. And then, you know, we just talking about the Atlanta thing. You know, one of my clients reached out to my wife who works with me. It's like, I want to talk to Kev about this. And, you know, at first I would have been like, you know, just not the direction I'm going in. But I'm like, it's a conversation. That's the, my emphasis. It's a conversation. Mm-hmm. Go into it, listen, does it make sense? And then decide, hey, do I want to pursue this? But it's, it is being open. It's kind of funny that we're having this conversation today because one of the, my memories that showed up on Facebook is a friend was talking about, you know, being willing to help people even if they can't help you back. And mm-hmm. when I looked at it, I was like, I disagree yeah. with that. Because there's nobody who can't help me. Mm-hmm. You know, th- just, there isn't. You could just simply like my post. Mm-hmm. That's helping yeah. me. You know, uh, you know, hey, telling people about me. So when I saw that, I chuckled. And I'm like, I never go into it, you know, like that. I have friends that keep score. Jeez, I helped Logan twice. He didn't help me. I'm like, well, do you have a negative score with anyone, Logan? Have someone helped you twice? You didn't help them? You know, I call it the circle of love. You know, if I'm helping Logan and Logan's helping this person, if everyone's getting a piece of the proverbial pie, who cares who's who's serving it? As long as you're getting your piece, it's right. good and stuff. But I remember, you know, joking with my friend about that. You shouldn't think there's anyone that can't help you. Because I'm amazed by how many people recommend me to people. Like, oh, yep. Logan told me about it. There was one lady, um, I didn't even know who she was. Three people reached out with her name. So I'm connecting on social media, and at that point in time, if she walked in my house and punched me, I'd have no idea who she was. So I just called her up. I'm like, hey, you know, just want to take a minute to call you because three people said you said the call, and I don't, I'm sorry, I've never really met you. And she's like, hey, just because your service isn't a match for me doesn't mean I don't think it's valuable. 
Mm. You know, like, yeah. and now she's a client. You know, fast forward That's a few amazing. years later, now she's a client. She's like, you know, things changed and now I need your services and stuff. Mm -hmm. But if you go out just, you know, trying to help people you know, without keeping score, it's amazing what comes back, you know. Oh, yeah. People just, you know, it was, it was weird to kind of bring it kind of full circle. I felt like um, George Bailey from It's a Wonderful Life. So mm -hmm. a few years ago, I made a mistake. It was a good mistake. But it was Christmas time, and I'm the chairman of the food pantry. We were a little low on stock. I posted an empty shelf on Facebook. Logan, don't do that at Christmas time, okay? Because donuts are <laughs> coming from everywhere. But it was really weird, humbling, cool. Like people who I really didn't know were like, hey, remember five years ago when I was looking for a job and you posted my resume? They were sending me cases of SpaghettiOs. We had food everywhere. And my board's like, Kev, make it stop. I'm like, well, <laughs> you can't make viral stop, guys. It right, probably, yeah. I got it to stop when Channel 7 called me. They're wow. like, hey, we want to come down. And I'm like, no, no. Wow. We have enough food. We don't need any more. We had it in triple storage. I'm calling everyone I know has got space. Like, hey, Logan, you still got that bay that's empty? Mm -hmm. I need it, man, you know. <laughs> but it was just humbling to watch the people, you know, hey, you know, this guy's trying to help people. And, and like my friend said, Kev, you're really good about not throwing the ask out. You're not that guy like every, well, the food pantry shelf's low. Like, we don't think you've ever done an ask. So everyone who ever you have ever done a favor for was sharing it, bringing stuff. It was, it was really cool to see like, wow, I remember Logan from six years ago, you know, I did something to help him and he's showing up at the food pantry going, here's your payment back, man. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah. Uh, and I was even telling the story, I tried not to tear up. It was just yeah. so cool and overwhelming and stuff. But that's what it is. If you put yourself out there just trying to help people, that's a, a really key takeaway for new networkers. Like everyone else, when I first started networking, Logan, you should join my group. That was mm -hmm. kind of how I led. And now I'm like, Logan, tell me about yourself. What do you do? Mm -hmm. Hey, Logan, do you know this person? Can I introduce you? The key is to actually do it. You know, don't say right. you're going to introduce people if you don't. But when I just stop thinking about my networking group and all that, and just like, all right, how do I help the person in front of me? Like, okay, you know, and sometimes I would literally sit in my car at the event going, hey, Logan, I met Cab tonight. You should talk to him. And just make it all right away and stuff. And it just then just lean back and people like, you know what? I, I want to join your group. I had a guy recently joined because I introduced him a few people. And he sends me this, like, you know, I know him enough. Like, hey, Kev, you stink. You know, you're going out of your way to help me. Here's your damn money, okay? You know, just, you're, you're shaming me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm introducing you to people I think you'll benefit from. And in a lot of right. cases, those people are my clients. So whether right. you join the group or not, I'd like you to. But if Logan's happy that he's getting clients from me and he's renewing, you know, I'm still doing okay and stuff. Mm -hmm. But people are really weird. Like, why are you helping me, man? Because it's the right thing to do, Logan. Yeah. But but I'm, yeah. I'm not your client. I, I, I'm well aware of that, Logan. <laughs> thanks right. thanks for telling me that. But I'm like, look, if I just do right and just kind of not expect people to repay it back or like, hey, Logan, you know, I introduced you to three people. You need to introduce me to three people. Right. It just doesn't work that way. Yeah. You know, and, this, and, you know, and don't be mad. There's going to be people who may take advantage of you. You know, just kind of, oh, thank you again for another great client and never recommend you. That's okay. That's okay. Because yeah, man, you, that's... You, you're, you're going to give up if you if you keep score. Like, oh, yeah. too many people owe me. I'm, I quit, you know. 
but especially when it's random, you know, it just, yeah. it's the coolest thing when, you know, when, when random people just see them. I had the funniest story. Um, I was having a stressful day. I was going to the Dunkin' Donuts to order a box of Joe for the next day. It was almost like out of a movie. There's this old dude sitting there reading the newspaper. He looks up at me. I really like your TV show. And then put his head back. <laughs> in the paper. I was just like, dude, that's the coolest thing ever. You know? <laughs> It, but again, he recognized me from my cable TV show at the time, and one. That's funny. And it, when I, on the day when I needed a random compliment, there he was. Right. I was like, yeah. "Thank you, my man. That was that was really cool. I, I needed yeah. you today and stuff." But again, you just don't know who's watching, you mm -hmm. know, because sometimes you think, "Oh, that person doesn't know me." You might be mm -hmm. surprised, you know, how people yeah. just know who you are based on what you're doing and the good in the world. Yeah, man, that is that is very very powerful. Um, yeah, there's been several instances where that sort of has has come full full circle for for myself personally as well, um, and it seems to be the more I talk with entrepreneurs and business owners, that seems to be one of the more relatable items that they sort of focus on. Right, is that openness, that ability to serve and want to serve others, mm -hmm. and like you said, uh, not keeping score. Uh, it, 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 yeah, and I, and again, I, I've always been taught or told for I guess for more of a, like a woo-woo standpoint of you know positive energy and negative energy, right? Yep. Like the more that you are feeling negative, and it's tough. We're human beings. There's yep. negative things that happen a thousand times a day, right? Mm -hmm. But having the mindset to be able to flip whatever that is into a positive to keep sort of like your vibrations a bit higher, which keeps you opening up to other uh, other things man uh that's very very powerful I, I appreciate you sharing that um you said something in a video i think it was the other day yeah um in one of your okay I, I forgot it but now i remember it was about the um what do you do at networking events right so when you walk in and it, it was you talked a little bit about like um not being a, a part of clicks and trying to talk yeah. with others and so forth. I wanted to expand upon that because I'm new to the networking space as well. I'm trying to get out there a little bit more and I do that quite a bit. I find someone that I've seen yeah. talked to before and yeah. really hesitant. So, so let's dive a little bit into that. Cause I think that was a really great talk that you did uh, the other day. Yeah. I, I get mad because when we were hosting friends of Kevin events, this would happen all the time. You know, you it's the new person would show up and, you know, you're looking, you know, there's five people over there talking, three people over there. And I would just get mad. I'm yeah. like, hey, everybody, how about we play with the new person? There's this guy, I haven't seen him in a while, but he tells a story about me. Because we were at an event, he was the new person. I was in the middle of telling a really cool story. There's like seven people listening. I'm like, hey, hang on. Hey, new guy, come over. I'm going to get to the good part of the story. Come over and listen. And I pulled him into the circle, and I'm like, hey, this is the new guy, but we'll introduce him in a minute. And I finished the story, and he, you know, and he'd still te he would tease me for years. You were the first person to ever be nice to me. Mm, you saw wow. me standing by myself, and you're like, oh, no, nobody stands by themselves and stuff. Wow. And, and I went and got him and stuff. But, you know, sometimes people are just new, just like I was. I remember my first time standing there with that Dan, the headlights look and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when we were doing in-person events, if you were by yourself, 
I was like, come on, let me, you know, I'd find out who you are, what you do. I was like, all right, tonight in the room, here's the best three people that I think would be good contacts for you. And I would, you know, go over, hey, Logan, I want you to talk to Kev. When you're done talking to him, can you please introduce him to Mary? You know, mm -hmm. and kind of make it go that way and stuff. But I'm just, I would get mad at my friends. I'm like, I'm like, hey, how about we be nice to the new person so they'll come back? You know, yeah. because I know I've gone to events where no one will talk to me. And I'm like, I'm never going to go to that event. And it's hard for the average person to go to a networking event and putting yourself out there. You know, so this is how I learned to do it. Because believe it or not, I'm super shy. Like years ago, like really, really, really shy. I had a speech impediment, just oh, growing up, it was horrible. And so I made a deal with myself. You have to go and talk to three people, and then you can go home. So you'd swear I was running for President Logan. The first three people said, hi, I'm Cap, blah, 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 and just run up and start chatting with everyone. And at the end of that, I'd rip off my name badge and go have a slice of pizza in a Mountain Dew and celebrate victory. And then I turned three into five. Okay, you got to talk to five people tonight. And then by then, it's like, oh, you've been here an hour. You can make it. So for me, it was setting goals. And also, you know, being respectful to people. I have a friend who's just super shy. And you know, he'll come to my events and he'll be like, Kev, just be nice to me, okay? And what he means by that is introduce him to one person and then let him breathe for a few minutes. He's like, I can't, I'm not you, Kev. You can't bounce me from Kev to Logan to Mary to Susie. He goes, it just, it's overwhelming to me. I'm just going to lose my mind. So, you know, he would go talk to someone and I see him wander off in the corner, you know, and he'd be like, okay. And then he would look at me and he'd nod. I'm like, all right, he's ready for a second person. But, you know, so it's being respectful to the people. But you just don't know, like, who that person is. So I'm like, you, like you mentioned, you're talking to your buddy. Well, you already know him. The ideal client, the ideal referral partner could be standing three feet away from you, but you didn't take the time to talk to them. And for me, I only want to talk to new people. Um, I had a lady, she was making fun of me because in the in-person events, I had this thing where usually I would hug a lot of people. And one of my friends, um, I would pick her up, hug her, and spin her around. It was just, just our thing. You know, we did it. And this lady came a few times, and she's like, I have a question for you. I'm like, sure, what's your question? When do you hug me? I'm like, I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, I don't know what the deal is with that spinny girl. I like, just saw you spinning that lady around. Like, that was just really weird, man. But she's like, but I've been come three times and still no hug. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, I guess we're at that point and stuff. But, you know, it's just making people feel like they're included and taking the time, especially as the host of the event, to make sure you're, you're directing the traffic makes people feel like their time was, was well used and they weren't just, you know, standing near the, the food going, well, people eventually come here. I guess, I guess I stand here long enough, someone will say hi to me. Mm -hmm. it, that's the key. Talk, you know, and look for the new people. Make them feel welcomed. Remember what it was like to be the new person when you didn't know anyone because I know I still remember those days. Yeah. You know, one of the first events I went to at, when I worked at the bank was a horrible experience. I'm brand new. This is back when I'm really still really, really shy. And they tell me to go to a, a men's event with one of the vice presidents. And I show up a half hour early. He shows up a half hour late. I took oh, care of myself no. for like 50 minutes. You know, like, please come, please come, please come. Yeah. You know, finally, yeah. one of the older gentlemen's like, kid, what are you doing? I'm like, just getting here scared. <laughs> it's like, why are you talking? I'm like, I've never been to this group. I don't know anyone in this room. I'm supposed to meet my boss. Who's your boss? I tell him, he goes, you know, he never shows up on time, right? I'm like, 
I just learned that, boss. You know, like, you know, he's finally come on, you know, and he, he took care of me for the night and stuff. And mm -hmm. I still would see that guy. And every time I'd see him, you know, after I got through the bank and all that, I'd always go up to him going, I still remember you. You were the you were the first person to be nice to me. And he yeah. laughs. He's like, kid, are you ever going to let that go? I'm like, no, <laughs> because you didn't have to go, come and be nice to me. You were successful. You knew everyone in the room. You didn't have to have pity on some young kid like me, but you did. Mm -hmm. And I will always respect you for that. And he, yeah. and he just rolls his eyes. All right, kid, keep going. <laughs> but it was yeah, I, yeah I, I love that. And I've been there too. Like I think literally one of the first networking events, it was, it was somewhere in Manchester, just started the agency, saw something. I walked in there, you know, 40 people. It was a big event. Didn't know anyone there. And it's just, I was that shy guy in corner and I, people were coming up to me and so forth, but it's a, it's a very nerve wracking experience. I love the fact about the goal setting going into a, a hosting event. And that's something, and I heard something very similar to that with going in with a goal in mind, if you're new to networking events and so forth. Um, and just like you said, get like three business cards, right? Talk to three people. And then once you get more comfortable up that to five, that's mm. a very good strategy. Is there any other strategies you know of that kind of works if someone were new to this? Or is, is that really like the main one to just focus on? Uh, I, as you I like, my favorite is to be a wingman. That's my mm. favorite. So mm. one of my friends, he's a realtor. And he, he hosts a party, like his top 50, like if he was doing it quarterly before all this happened, and he would invite people, bought houses with them, people he just interacts with, and he would invite me. One of his, um, his partners is a mortgage person. So my job all night, Logan, was just to find people for her to talk to. So there's a lot of other realtors there. I'm like, so Logan, you mentioned your realtor. Do you know Lisa? You know, and he's like, I don't. I'm like, can I introduce you? And that's all I would do all night. But... It was funny. I did it just with Lisa the first time. By the third event, I had four people on the team. I'm like, really? okay, so th this person does this. I'm like, hey, you know, oh, you mentioned your marketing. Logan, do you know this person? And you're like, no, I don't. Oh. Hold on. And I would wave them over and stuff. That's all I did all night. Wow. And there are people like, hey, Kev, what do you do? This. I connect people. <laughs> so I did my job without doing anything besides helping everyone else in the room. They were mm -hmm. like, Next time, can can you be on? Can I be on the team too? You know, right. like, sure. Next event, if you're here, you know, I'll introduce you around. But the guy loved when I came. He's like, people talk about you. Like all this guy does is just connect everyone in the room. I can sit there and you know have my my conversations, and I know you're working the rest of the room for me, so that everyone who's here feels like they had value. And it was funny. The first time he invited me, he didn't invite me until like the day of. And, uh, you know, he's like, oh, did you get my message? I'm like, no. And so all night, Logan, I was giving this poor guy crap. I'm like, right, <laughs> obviously I wasn't in the top 50. Am I in right. the top 75? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I'd walk by him number 108, right? 108. <laughs> he's like, Kev, come on, man. I'm like, I'm never going to let it go, bud, because that's our relationship. You know, you would, you would do the exact same thing to me if roles were reversed. But, sure. you know, just taking that approach of being the person in the room who's trying to recommend and connect other people. That's the best approach because then everyone's coming to talk to you going, hey, I hear you're the guy that's connecting everyone. Yeah. So you're getting a chance to meet them without the, you know, let me tell you about what I do. You know, in my case, it, it is what I do. So it's just kind right. of ironic how it works out really well like that. 
Yeah, it, that's that's a really I never really thought about that. That's a really, really, really good point. Because um, yeah, I mean, there's been instances where I've gone and and been focused on more so immediately finding a referral where I can do business, right? Yeah, like, yeah. and ultimately that's what would like to happen. But again, reverting back to, you know, who having a, a short, sort of a goal in mind to kind of get through that barrier of nervousness and anxiousness, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then again, being able to just serve others and, you know, be that sort of core person. So that's, that's a really good, good point, man. Because yeah. when you think about it, what's the odds someone in the room needs your services? Right. Not that great in the scheme yeah. of things, but like right. I said, if you're you know taking that, hey, let me introduce them around, let me provide value, then when they do have a need for your services, they're gonna re hopefully remember you going, hey, remember how Logan was always trying to introduce us to people at events and trying mm -hmm. to be my wingman. Now I, I have somebody that you know needs the mm -hmm. services, because again, you know nobody has the monopoly. You know, there's so many of, mm -hmm. of all of us out there. Well, why am I going to choose, you know, to be involved in Kevin's networking group over someone else's group? You know, it's because he provided value to me. He took that pity on me when I was the new person. You know, he's provided me with good contacts because I always joke, you know, because some people mention other groups. I'm like, go out and find a group that will, will try to give you referrals without being a client. If you find them, tell me because I want to join too. I mean, right. it's just it's not how it works. And that's why people look at me weird. I'm like, you know what? There's times when I'll meet someone and be like, you know what? This person belongs with this person. Although they're not my client, this is the exact skill set they need. Yeah, and that's right what's right the for the person in front of me. Because they're like, oh, they, you know, they're a client, right? I'm like, in this case, no. They're just the person that I know is going to take care of you. And that's what the goal of this is, to find someone who will take care of you. Yeah. And they look at me weird, like, oh, I... Well, hopefully they'll become a client in the end or something, mm -hmm. you know. But, mm -hmm. again, as long as I'm taking care of the person I'm helping, that's all that really matters at the end of the day. Yeah, man, that's that's amazing, man, and uh, I, I pre appreciate you sharing that. Just s some really good feedback there, and some really really good points, man. So, um, you know, I, I think we're close to wrapping this up, and I, I like to close out these podcasts by, um, you know, if there's any type, because you know, I, I want these this podcast and this episode to be geared towards you know younger entrepreneurs, people who are looking to get started, right? So I, I know we touched base a little bit about you know your teachings and so forth, but if there's one big takeaway that you could give others who are looking to get started to make that jump, you know, very similar scenario, right? Maybe having a full-time job, fleshed out idea, really passionate about something and, and willing to take the leap. Is there any word of advice or tips that you could give them um, to make that transition? Yeah, like I said, we talked about it before, you know, make sure you know your customers, but also financially make sure that you have some money in the bank. Because I remember when I first started the networking group, I thought a lot of people who were my friends, who were out networking, were just going to become clients. And it didn't happen. You know, the revenue wasn't what I thought it was going to be when I started. Now, luckily, I'm married, my wife has a job, so we're okay. But people just you know, assume we overestimate our revenue every time. And we underestimate our expenses. We forget, like, oh, I'm going to need a website. So, you know, what's that, like 200 bucks or something to get a website? Well, probably, it's probably a little bit more, right, Logan? Yeah. <laughs> but again, you know, it's doing that research, is understanding, you know, what's really going to happen. I have a friend who we're talking about it because, you know, he was at, you know, doing his, um, he's a CFO for hire. And he, it took him probably a year 
before it really caught on because back then people didn't even know what it was right you know and but he stayed with it you know that's one of the keys you got to stay with it but be honest about it and be prepared if you think hey you know i'm going to get this off the ground in two months it might be 10. you know do you have the funds and do you have the courage because i have friends that go out and start a business and when it doesn't hit the revenue goal they close it and then they're like, oh, look, there's Logan. He's back out on his own again. Mm-hmm. And then six months later, you know, on LinkedIn, Logan now, you know, a web designer for Company X, you know. It's like, Logan, you know, stay with it. So stay with it. You know, don't overestimate your revenue. Don't underestimate your expenses. And please understand, it's going to take time. You know, yep. you're not going gonna to walk into a networking event and the first five people are going to be like, Oh my God! You do websites. We all need them. You know, and, yeah, I mean, it would be amazing if you. If that <laughs> but you know, like I said, I, when you talk to people about what the biggest mistake was, they assume it's going to happen fast, mm-hmm. and that's not the case. And you can't get discouraged. You have to keep going out, even when you think, "Oh, this isn't working." Yeah, I mean, you might want to think about the room you're in, make sure you're in the right room and stuff. But again, we talked about it earlier, what's the, what's the odds someone needs a website, someone needs a plumber, whatever your skill is? You know, it's not an everyday occurrence, so you shouldn't think it's going to be an everyday occurrence. So make sure you have extra funds available. Because I always tell the story, when I first started my business, I had a, a BlackBerry Storm, if you're old enough to remember that. Oh, yeah? Yep, I do. <laughs> I, I bought it in like October, Christmas morning, I dropped and broke it. Like, in fact, oh. it was only 400 bucks. But it was a lot of money to me when I'm first starting my business. Mm-hmm. And, and my wife said, you're going to wreck Christmas? Yes. So, <laughs> so, so to end the story, Logan, I was Google, 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 like page 112, Kevin Logan's excellent website. Mm-hmm. Dude, did you break your BlackBerry storm? Question mark. Dude, are you sad? Question mark. Yes, yes. Take the battery. I'll put a business card in behind it. It pushes it out enough that it works perfect. Oh, I was, and it worked. Uh, it, it, worked, it worked better than, than before. Wow, you know? So I emailed the guy. I'm like, dude, you just saved Christmas, man. Because <laughs> you know, my wife's yeah, like, you know, I'm like, I'm sad. I just broke a $400 phone. I just spent another 400 bucks. You know, this is right. like month two. But see, it's stuff like that on cost that you're like, oh, yeah, I need a phone, whatever. You know, like, oh, sure. phones are expensive, man. You know, all the stuff you need that you just don't think about. And don't forget to pay yourself because you're like, right. well, this is how much it's going to cost to run the business. Logan, do you have any other personal expenses like car right. payments, rent, mortgage that you need? <laughs> you know, people forget paying themselves and stuff. Mm-hmm. So so that would be kind of the big thing is, is I, money and don't think it's going to happen so quick. Yeah, I love that, man. I mean, you, you, you know, the finances part, I, I wish I – everything seems to be accordingly now. I've had a lot of help on that side of things. But getting started, I just had no clue about finances and taxes yeah. and everything yeah. along the lines of that, right? So yeah. just yeah. a huge, huge, huge component of, of getting your business started. Um, Kevin, listen, I, I appreciate the time, man. Um, I appreciate all the insight and value. Where can everyone find you? So you go right out to New England B2B. So it's B, the number two B, New England B2B networking.com or Kevin at New England B2B networking.com if you want to just email me. I really appreciate the opportunity, Logan. It was a lot of fun to chat with you. Awesome, brother. I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you so much. Yep. See you soon. Bye now. Bye. My nurse, my nurse.